Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to episode number four of Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner. My name is Zach Hayden, and I am your host, as the intro said already. Um, I want to spend some time today discussing um, community, uh, as in the location, the community in which you put your martial arts school, and um, kind of my thoughts about that and how it affects the school. So... Obviously, I've been to a, a ton of business um, seminars and, and improvement seminars dealing with martial arts schools, um, you know, and everybody tells you your base rate needs to be $100, you know, or the first thing you should do when you go home is raise your prices uh, $50 or raise your prices, raise your prices. Um, and I think in many cases that is that is absolutely the truth. Um the issue that I have is that all of these business seminars are taught in the same way that everyone's school is in the same location, that everyone's school is in a, a place that is profitable. Now, is, can I, is it true that you can make a profitable school in any location? I think that is the truth. Is it true that all of the same business practices, all of the same things work in every location the same way? No, of course not. And when one location, one area, um, their main issue might be um, retention, keeping people on the floor, um, because the students are so busy doing other activities um, and things like that. And in one location, the issue is finding qualified students who can pay for it. I think those are both legitimate concerns. And I think in different areas, there are those different issues. The problem is that it doesn't seem like anyone really likes to talk about that that we all just automatically assume that we've put schools in excellent locations, um, that they're in communities that are all fantastic, and that all these business practices will work the same way. I know schools that they um, are are good instructors and, and so on and so forth, but they're not overly concerned about the burn rate. So the number of students that they, they enroll, you know, 20 students a month, you know, and then their their retention is not all that fantastic, but for their business that works fine because they're in an area that that works. I live in a in an area that has less than ten thousand people in it. Now, can you have a successful school there? Yes, certainly. Okay, um, but less than ten thousand people. If I enroll twenty students a month and burn through those students, I will run out of eligible students. The population is not big enough where I can burn through that many people. And if I burn through that many people, I'm going to get a reputation in, in my community because it's such a small town that no one's going to want to come. These are things that 
I feel that people aren't talking about. When you go to these business seminars, they, they don't, because most of these business seminars are set up by individuals who run giant schools in amazing locations. I will tell you the truth. If my main concern was making money, I should never have put my school in the location I put it in. I put it in my hometown. Let me give you some information about my hometown. Um, 10,000 people. I'm pulling up the information on citydata.com, uh, city-data.com. Um, and the population 2013, 9,894 people. 98% um, of those urban, 2% of those rural. Now, there are some other communities around you know, that bring in some people, but, but it's a small town. Um, the, the median age is, uh, 34. Um, the, the median, the estimated median household income is $35,663. That's up from 2000, which was 33,899. Um, Estimated per capita income in 2012 was $17,820. Okay, this is this is the place in which I live and which I have my school. Let me uh, give you a little more information. Um, if we go to um, the most common industries in my area, number one at almost 50%, at 47% is manufacturing. Accommodations and food services is next highest at 88%. So 47% are in manufacturing. Accommodations and food service, so basically fast food restaurants, is 8%. That's the next highest. Retail is 7 and that's probably entirely Walmart. Um, and then we go down from there. Okay. Um, most common occupations, so that's the industries. Most common occupations, 14% are metalwork and plastic workers. 14% are other production occupations, including supervisors. 9% electrical equipment uh, mechanics and other installation uh, maintenance and repair occupations, including supervisors. This is not a community that has a vast number of doctors and lawyers and professional individuals that are working high dollar jobs. So my my issue is that everyone decides to have these martial arts um, business lessons and conferences and stuff uh, talking about how to improve your business, which, and I'll tell you, every single um, business seminar that I have taken, I have learned good information from. So I don't want to, to say that uh, these aren't worthwhile endeavors. I go every single year to our ATA World Conference and I absolutely love it. I learn a ton and I always come back with new ideas. My issue is that I think we are not um, talking about these other factors sometimes. That we're, we're giving some cookie cutter advice that is not always applicable or I shouldn't say that. I think all the information or, or almost all the information you get at one of these um, 
martial arts business uh, seminars or uh, you know magazines these things i think almost all of it is absolutely applicable you can use those things but what are the top concerns for one school are barely even on the radar of another school one of the things that i i think is so often not discussed is this idea of the culture in which the the, your school is placed so the culture of the community and i see this in not just so i talked about my hometown which is economically not fantastic is a small community is not the ideal place to put an, a professional martial arts school that being said you could find a, a a town like mine that has the same kind of population but the culture is much different you know maybe it's a a tourist town that has a small number of people but have a lot of people coming in and the the jobs that the people in our the community have are much different and they bring in a different income amount we all have schools in different communities and these different communities have different cultures and operating our schools in these cultures takes some changes takes some really looking at your priorities looking at your issues and finding out how to deal with those issues one of the great things about a small community is it is much easier to get the word out about my school that's you know a very simple thing to do i can walk around town and i know 90 percent of the individuals on the other side a much harder thing for me to do uh, and this might be a personal problem and not necessarily because of my community, but I, I, I think it's a, a mix of both, is that it is much more difficult for me to convince the, the, the parents in my community that martial arts is about something much more than kicking and punching. If you, you know, listen back at the number of people in my area, the, the main jobs that they have and the income that they have, it is often the case that they are not able to afford it. And when I say they're not able to afford it, yes, they can sometimes make the choice to pay for it versus something else. But the culture of my community makes it very difficult for them to understand that choice because it is not the choice that the vast majority of people are making. It's not the choice that they were taught when they were younger, that their family economic background has got them to understand. So that is a big struggle for me because it, it, it's just very difficult when, when, the vast majority of, of the parents at my school, um, not the vast majority, but there, there are a percentage of parents at my school. You know, there are two working parents. Almost all of my families are that way. And they are struggling to make ends meet. Do they have some bad habits that they spend money on? Yes. Do they have these other things that they... Yes. You know, are, are there... Tons of parents in my community who let their children run wild. And when you go to them and say, you know, wouldn't you pay this amount of money for your child to learn these things? They're going to go, eh, he'll be okay. He'll live. It'll be fine. 
understanding the culture of our communities, I think, is important. And this might not be that important for you if you live in a, you know, your school is based in a community where you've got, you know, 50,000 people within a, you know, five-mile radius. And you don't have to, you know, ever worry about, and those the income of that area is fantastic. You know, you can burn through students and, and maybe it's just, your big concern could be that you live in an area where the, it's a super wealthy population. They're always, um, you know, battling against each other to see whose families are the best. You know, it's this achievement mentality. And so they're always looking at things that are to put on their resumes and things like that. And, and that might cause your school a different um, issue. And it could be that then the issues that your school is at a they're different priorities. That's kind of the the rant that I wanted to go on today. I, I just have this this um, I don't know. I, I'm annoyed sometimes when um, experts just like to give you these solutions that are the same for everything. Uh, you know, and raise your your tuition. Raise your tuition. Raise your tuition. I, I, you know, if I, I can't raise my tuition, if I, if I continue to raise my tuition, um, I will not, I will not be able to attract many people at all, you know, and I, and I have a tuition rate that I think is, is, it is high for my community. Um, if you commit, so here's my tuition rate. If, if you commit to just a, a three month time period, we kind of have these things called semesters, which is a three month time period. Um, it is $125 a month. If you commit to, to four semesters, which is a year, it is $100 a month. And if you commit to two years, it's $85 a month. If I bring my base rate up to hundred dollars or my my least expensive program up to a hundred dollars a month and I'll raise the other ones um, I, I, the the battle of getting the the community to understand the value is going to get much harder so that's where my struggle is currently what I'm doing what I work very hard at, is coming up with ways to get my local community to understand, to get families to understand that martial arts is much different than dance, that it's much different than baseball, that it's much different than basketball, to get my community to understand that and to see that value. But to see that value, my community, my clients, my students must also care about that value we can show them the value but if they don't care that much about improving their children's lives or you know these these other things um if they're apathetic to those kind of things you can't can it's much harder to convince them so i've got some ideas on that that's the thing that i spend a lot of time um thinking about and talking about and getting people to understand. Um, so that's kind of my rant for today. This idea uh, in the martial arts business world that, or, or in the martial arts world, that we need to make sure that we understand the culture in which we place a school. And that 
You can choose any culture. You just need to understand the culture and then learn to work within that culture and what works for that culture and what doesn't work for that culture and what the the struggles will be there and what um, the the you know benefits of that culture might be. So um, that's kind of my my thing for today. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on this idea of the culture of your community. So I have a couple of things you can do um, to connect with us. If you just get out your phone right now and text the word confessions, I know that seems kind of weird, but confessions to the number 33444. So text the number or the word confessions to the number 33444. You'll get signed up for our emails and with that, we'll invite you to our private Facebook group where I post each episode and then we can have a discussion. Um, you can give me your thoughts. You can tell me why I'm completely wrong or how you agree or things that I can do, some things that you've done that you think would work for me to, to, to improve my school. And I'll tell things I might think would be good for you. Uh, we, I just want to have this dialogue. I think it's uh, worth having. So text... Um, the word confessions to 33444. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a great and successful week at your martial arts school. Keep striving for excellence.